Hey, welcome to Prowler Resents, ProwlerResents.com. What's up, man? This is Adam. We have a weird show for you today. We have uh, Chet and the Psycho Killer. They are a sports team, radio's team. Uh, Chet has been a sports broadcaster for years. And then Psycho Killer, you know, they always have like a sidekick like Mad Dog, Mike and the Mad Dog, whatever. Well, Psycho Killer, actually a Psycho Killer. I don't know how he got on the station, but he's there. Anyway, they were in the studio. We talked about movies. That was pretty awesome. They sound almost, I would say, exactly like Adam Felber from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And Jeff says it. My nose just hit the microphone. That's how big my nose microphone. That's how big my nose is. <laughs> oh, boy. Snaj Aroni. Jeff Cesario and Adam Felber. That's what these guys sound like. But uh, it's Chet and the Psycho Killer. Then there's a review of Couples Retreat, which we recorded a long time ago. We put it on one of the first episodes, got lost, and uh, I saw that it was just on TV, and I thought, well, I should bring it back since it's relevant now. It's with Bob Powers, who's written so many great books. Uh, He's written Choose Your Own Adventure books for adults. You can find a link on the website if I put it up. Happy Cruelty Day is a very funny book he wrote. And then Joe Mortimer, who was my co-host at the time, that's how long ago was. He's a very funny, you've heard him recently, do Jim Cata. Anyway, we're going to talk about Couples Retreat, which you can find on the television box. Probably have some kind of link on our page. Go to uh, ProudlyResents.com, sign up for the mailing list. Why? I don't know. Because I need a mailing list and I want you on it. I'm insecure. On our Facebook page, just go on the mailing list. Listen, I have nothing to offer you guys yet. And when I do, I'll send it to you. How's that? Free content when I invent it. And just updates and stuff like that. Listen, do oh my. I, when I ask for things like this, I feel like, I feel like we're in a relationship. That's what it feels like. I'm in a relationship with a listener that I've never met. Anyway, oh, on the Facebook page, I put up a, a picture I found, this weird picture of Steven Spielberg talking to a dinosaur. And I thought it was funny as I put up for a caption contest. I'll read a couple of that. So you can go there. It's still going on. You can see the ones that are there. I'll read a couple of the funny ones. I mean, they're all very funny. But I want to leave a couple there for you to see. You know, I don't want to give away the, give away the goat. That's an old expression from New Jersey. Give away the goat because um, a lot of goats. Am I stalling? Yes. So if you want to see the picture, it's actually, I want to make the, the picture you're looking at on your iPhone or iPod or computer or whatever. It says probably resents. That's the picture that's up. So you wonder why there's a picture of Steven Spielberg and we're not doing a Steven Spielberg movie. That is why. Open Facebook. Probably resents. So if you go to, actually go to probably slash Facebook, and I'll take you right to this group. So go to ProudlyResents.com slash Facebook. Fucking smart. Anyway, I'll just say the names of the people who participated so far. Don McCoy. Philip Davies is a funny one. Cassandra Larson, of course. John Kelmer made me laugh. Angus Doodle. (laughs) His thing made me laugh again. I don't care how long it takes you to get into character. We are staying here until it's finished. Uh, Kelmer is a funny one. They're all very funny. All right, so anyway, check those out and put your own up. Is there a prize? Nah. Sure. I'll think of it. Um, sorry. Well, I check. I'm sorry. <laughs> I checked my Facebook page while I was doing this intro. All right. Let's get on with the show. Prowlersense.com. First, we'll hear from Chet and the Psycho Killer. Then we'll hear a review of Couples Retreat with Bob Powers and the other guy, Joe Mortimer. Enjoy the show. And we're off next week. You are listening to Proudly Resents. Oh, reason. I, I can't, and I hear you. Wow. 
Hi, this is Sammy Wazel, uh, proudly present the Cult Movie Podcast. The Adam Biggest Men Show. To all you proudly resent listeners out there, just remember, you can't piss on hospitality. I'm all right. This is Adam Spiegelman. This is Prowler Resents, Prowler Resents.com. I'm here with Chet Waterhouse and the Psycho. Uh, Psycho's pointing out that uh, we are actually recording. We've done uh, 45 minutes, and it was on pause. Yeah, I saw the light flashing, and uh, usually that means that either I'm going into one of my episodes or we're not recording. Yeah, fortunately, I didn't know what the hell you guys were talking about, so I didn't really throw a lot in during that 45. I still got both guns loaded, so fire away, Adam Spiegelman. You guys host one of the most popular, one of the most popular sports radio call-in shows. How long have you been doing it? Chat and the Psycho Killer. Uh, we've been doing it 17 years. Uh, a lot of people don't know about it. Very low-frequency radio. But now, with all the different platforms, uh, and from what I understand, technologically, you stand on different platforms, and then it's somehow transported. They're not physical a, platforms. Jim. In a pod or something, and no, you no. unzip the pod, and you take it out. Something yeah, like that. It's virtual space. It's like Tron. What Tron. is your favorite? Is there a favorite Was platform? That, is that an ultimate fighter? Tron, that kid's got a... Yeah, man, does he got a right leg he, swing. He Holy really brother. does. He really does. What, what is some of your favorite sports that you guys have uh, talked about? Uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a traditionalist. I like baseball. Uh, I don't get to call much of it. Uh, as many of you know, my, uh, my forte is the International Speed Fishing Championships and the Forklift Derby. And then, of course, the International Jenga Invitational with the Ring of Fire. Um, but, y you know, I like baseball. I like baseball movies. I think, I think there's a drama inherent in baseball that... that transcribes well to the big screen to the silver screen you do that you even go to a movie hey let's let's be honest you know i think a major league was a great movie funny bull durham great movie great funny movie. heartwarming and uh you know at that point in time susan sarandon easy on the ice that's not that's not a mistake right there that's no, absolutely true that's good casting yeah right there. i like the baseball movies too there's a lot of well, for one, there's usually a bat. In a baseball movie, a bat gets used for something other than hitting a baseball, and that is always exciting. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I always say, I don't understand, Adam Spiegelman, when they have the fights. You know, they have the fights in baseball. They always look like they're going to be doozies, brouhaha's, Donnie Brooks, the, the dugout's empty, the bullpen's empty. Then they get out to the mound, and it look, I've seen better fights at airline ticket counters. They really never get a good, they never get a good fight guy. Grab a there. bat. That's what Psycho Killer's saying. That's Grab my message. If I had a message to the kids, you've got a bat in your hands. You're in a fight. What are you going to do? Yeah, someone else provoked it, threw a ball 90 miles an hour, hits you right in the temple. And if that oh, hits you... Oh, if only I was armed at this moment, I could defend myself. Exactly. Yeah. Grab some. At least grab a helmet, swing yeah. that at somebody. A woman could do some damage with a helmet. Oh, with a helmet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they could well, swing we it. We had a list of baseball films in Psycho. You put Untouchables with De Niro and Costner as a baseball film. Absolutely one of the best baseball films ever made. I, I, I respectfully disagree. I didn't know there were... Do you remember the scene with the baseball bat? Yeah, but... Case closed. All right. Uh, you know, in if the I may uh, support... That was, a, that, was a, that was a triple right down the line, wasn't okay. it? Okay, yeah. Just a little bit factually, a lot of people think Psycho Killer just goes off or has a switch in his head that he doesn't control mm -hmm. or has some kind of medical thing that's uh, surgically implanted in his hip that he has to trigger once in a while, kind of like, like, like an electrical colostomy bag. I used doesn't to believe work that, that way. No. The man has an intellect. Here's what he was talking about, Adam Spiegelman. Mm -hmm. The entire economy of the city of Chicago was built quite heavily 
on the two baseball teams back in the 20s and 30s, the Cubs and the White Sox. Where was the big scandal? The Black Sox scandal. Who do you think was responsible for that? Organized crime. The entire underpinning of the movie, The Untouchables. And if you could only see me now, my hands are underpinning the entire conversation. The entire underpinning good, of that movie, dramatically speaking, mm. was baseball. Plus, Capone hit that guy in the head with a bat. Smacked him like a watermelon. Ah, Holy bang, moly. Bang. You, you know, you, and that's not, you know, lucky for that guy, it wasn't a croquet mallet. Oh, yeah, I got hit with a croquet mallet once. Really? Oh, this is for real. Five years now, old. Now, was that the cause, perhaps? Is that? A lot of people, one of my lawyers said that it was. It's still a mystery to a lot of people on my side. I've worked next to Psycho Killer 17. I still don't know what the hell caused it. Never touched you, though, have I? No, not no, once. Not us. I don't even understand the nickname. I, it's, it's just marketing to me at this point. Yes, it's just marketing. And yet, of course, you did strangle that lion. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. You want to talk about that? A lot of people have been talking about that, and that's how I first discovered you. You, uh, Santa Monica, a couple of weeks ago, was besieged by an actual mountain lion came into or our town. Or a bobcat. We're not clear. clear We're not was. sure. The verdict is oh, that's not a bobcat. A bobcat has a short tail, a little bob tail. That's how it got bob I in the name. a short tail when I was a done with it. A mountain lion has a, has, a, has, a, has a lion's tail. All okay. Right. There you go. And uses it for balance. It's not just there for good looks or for uh, chicks, you know, to, to get off. It's, it's there for a purpose. It balances the line. You know, I was more concentrated on the throat at the time. Well, you had to be. It was threatening the entire community of yeah. Santa Monica. And my dentist's office. So you were at the dentist in Santa Monica. Yes. And while this lion, this mountain lion is, uh, or bobcat, or mountain lion, we just Mountain say, lion. Is loose in the Santa Monica shopping area. Yes. And you come out. Just, did you know the mountain lion was there when you came out of there? Yes, because everyone was running and saying there was a mountain lion, and, and my car was out there. I'd just gotten my teeth cleaned. Well, if I, may, if I may interject here, a lot of people don't know this. was captured on tape, Channel 10. Yeah. Dave Jargowski, Eye in the Sky for Channel 10, was doing a traffic report nearby at Santa Monica Pier. He does uh, generally pedestrian traffic. But he saw this commotion, came over to the mini mall, and has it all on tape. Go ahead, explain yourself. Although, sir. from overhead, you can't see the, the look in its eyes and how, like, I had no eye. Option other than to to um, to to bring it down. Well, and let's with, be honest with my teeth. You know, let's be honest. And and the people of Santa Monica should uh, should at the very least thank you. They haven't not, called me a hero. Reimbursed yet. you. Yes. And perhaps even put a statue up because you saved the community. Let's be the authorities were quite frankly out of bullets, literally and figuratively. They had no answer for the mountain line. You walked right out the office. Admittedly, I saw the gas mask coming off you as you stepped out. That's true. You went right for the lion, though. I was feeling no pain, and and then that mountain lion was feeling a lot of how pain. How do you take down a mountain lion? How did you take that? I did it with my teeth. Your I don't teeth. think there's another way to do it. I wouldn't know how else to do it. When you, when you were done, I saw in the video, you took the lion and you spiked it like a football and said, that's how it's done. That's what I said, yes. And then I walked right back into that dentist's office to get my teeth cleaned again, because that stuff will stick to your teeth. Did they charge you for the second cleaning? They did not. Oh, that's good. We got that. Fear Strikes Out, another great baseball movie. Good baseball Who's movie. Who's Fear Strikes Out? Jimmy, uh, it was the Jimmy Pearsall story. I don't no. know if you know the no, Jimmy Pearsall story. You know the Jimmy Pearsall story? Great player for the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Back to Chicago, but went a little nutty. Uh -huh. uh, had a little problem. Uh, not quite, uh, you know, where Psycho Killers is. And it's not in the uh, cerebellum. I believe it's in the frontal cortex. Oh, that's a good place for For it. Jimmy Pearsall. Oh, but he went a little nutty. He flipped out in 1959, 1960. Great player, great average. Uh, hit hit for, to all fields. Great fielder. Uh, ran the bases backwards 
one day and uh, literally ran, ran white from home plate uh, to, to, to a mental institution. Like I mean, he went batshit, went batshit crazy. Huh. Wow. And, and wrote a book about it, and then they did a movie about it, weirdly enough, starring Anthony Perkins as uh, Jimmy Pearsall. Now, the oh, well, pro- that's, that's how you, you just think he's crazy the minute you see him. The pro- that's, that's, that was the rub for that producer. A lot of problems for movie producers, and I'm sure they were sitting there going, well, Anthony Perkins has the psycho part of it down. Does he have the baseball part? And somebody probably piped up in the meeting and said, oh, we could teach him to throw, and they could not. No. You can't teach a guy to throw. No. So you knew Watch the, the movie. Watch Jimmy Pearsall throw, and you would swear a 13-year-old Lindsay Lohan could throw a better fastball than Jimmy Pearsall. Also, then, you're I'm not, sorry, then then uh, then Anthony Perkins playing should be personal. I agree with you, and also you're not going to buy Anthony Perkins as somebody who snaps because he comes pre-snapped. That's true. That's true. There's, there's a, no there's no pre-snapping. No, there's Anthony. a predilection to pre-snapping. Yes, there's a predilection to pre-snapping. Another so he, another great delusional baseball movie, Field of Dreams. Oh, uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a brilliant movie. I love when. Uh, when uh, Cosby has the whole speech to him about baseball. That's not Cosby. Yeah, it was. That you was sure? Good. Yeah, obviously. I'm pretty sure that's, that's not Cosby. No, that's, that's, that's Darth Vader. Cosby that's the Darth Vader guy. No, no. Really? Darth Vader is a cartoon character. It's not a real guy. What's oh. wrong with you, man? All right, all right. So that whole Come speech Come on, about- ask Spiegelman. This is his show. This it's a movie my- show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Cosby tell him that it's a made-up uh, Darth Vader's just Darth a made-up guy. You know, now that you think about it, yeah, you're right. That speech makes more sense coming from Cosby. Yeah, and then... Yeah, right. Think about it. Baseball. Bill, uh, uh, Billy Paxton is just standing there taking it all in. Bill Paxton? Yeah. It's a I, great movie. We got to IMDb this. Uh, we, yeah, we got to. We got. We'll, and then, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll then uh, uh, Annette Benning. Annette Benning, yeah, she's in it. No, you're just yelling on names. No, she's <laughs> no, good. You're just, she plays no, the little girl. A young Annette it. Benning plays the little girl, gets saved See, by uh, yeah, Cosby. I don't know. Yeah, I think that you guys was like one of her first parts. She fell off the, uh, the, that's what started the whole thing. She <laughs> fell off the bleachers. Right, and Roger Moore is the doctor. Right. And then Ginger no, Rogers. Not Ginger Rogers. Melanie, not Melanie Rogers. Who's the redhead? The hot redhead who used to date Tom Cruise. Rogers. Mimi Rogers. Mimi Rogers. Mimi Rogers comes out of the farmhouse right. and comes running down to save uh-huh. the kid. You guys are just Roger Moore crosses the line. Remember? No, Roger that was not Roger uh, Moore. Yes, it was. No, no, no. That was not Roger Moore. Doc Moore, they called him. That was his name. No, no, no. It was not Roger Moore. It was another British guy. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Uh, P- Peter Lawford. Peter Lawford. Come on. There you go. He's just reading off names off the movie posters in the room. Uh, I swear, I swear to you, if, if we were oh. in a facility that nice, we wouldn't be faking this. <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys, for being on the show. Uh, hey, anytime you want to talk baseball movies, just get us back in here. We love it. With, uh, so we'll you do guys basketball movies, too. There was that one with Gabe Kaplan I loved. Yeah, oh, that was great. Uh, hot, hot something. Hot break. Fast break. Hot break. Fast break. Fast break. I think it's fast break. Fast break? Again, hot break is one really? of the Really? They would on use the, the word fast with a Jewish guy? I, can't, I, I don't I <laughs> He do wasn't not there. He was a coach. Well, he wasn't a coach. Oh! You know, the movie makes a lot more sense now that you say that. I yeah. kept wondering, what, yeah, forget it. I'll go back and watch it again. And the Gefilte Fish to save Pittsburgh. You're right. That's Probably. the other yeah, Jewish basketball film. Exactly. On that note, thank you very much for coming. And uh, Psycho, I, I, I'm sorry, you have a book coming out? I do. Yeah. I do. It's, it, it, it's, called, uh, it's called Makeshift Graveyard. Uh-huh. And it's a it's kid's a, book, it's, I thought. It's it a weird. reimagining of what... Uh, a sports radio personality who might have some dark secrets life might be like. It's a novel. Oh. 
So it's not a, true. There's no. a kid's book version of it, though. There's oh, a, I saw the pop-up. Yeah. It's fantastic. Man, the kid's eyes just go right to the interesting things. A lot of red in it. Yeah, That's a good of, color a for kids. It's a backyard good, full of mounds. Good color for yeah. kids. Yeah. And I'm, I'm of course, uh, sponsored by a Kaleidoscope Eye Drops. Don't just get the red out. Enter a magical world. Thanks a ton, Adam. This was fun. Thanks so much. And we're coming up next. We have, uh, thanks for this, ProudlyResents, ProudlyResents.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at ProudlyResents. Email us, ProudlyResents at Gmail. There's a pattern here, ProudlyResents.com. And uh, go to iTunes, subscribe, and all that stuff. We interrupt your podcastual programming for this HollywoodLeak.com news break. Here's the latest from HollywoodLeak.com. Own network tanking. Oprah wants her cars back. Seal grows mustache. Changes his name to Walrus. And a quick pilot casting update. You didn't get it. Entertainment news is always leaking. For these stories and more, go to HollywoodLeak.com. I hope you enjoyed chatting the Psycho Killer. We recorded a couple episodes for a podcast with them doing sports. It's very funny. It's not out anywhere. I will send that to you as a bonus for signing up for the mailing list. Brilliant. Thought of it. it took me a minute. Mailing list. Prowlerresents.com. I will turn around and send you two episodes of Chet and the Psycho Killer. Fantasmic. They're very, very funny. Prowlerresents.com slash Facebook will bring you to our Facebook page and you can enter the caption contest. And that's the picture that is the album artwork on your on your podcast. I don't know. Are you holding an iPod? I don't know. Are you jogging? Are you in the car, Sully? What are you? How are you listen to this? Anyway, Facebook page, proudlyresents.com slash Facebook. Ask to join. I will be there. I will sign you up. That's it. Enjoy Couples Retreat with Bob Powers and Joseph Mortimer. Or Mortimer. Oh, oh, ah. YouTube. Just did a YouTube account. Proudly Resents channel. Check it out. Right now is a couple of Dream Tweet episodes. Subscribe and uh, eat your vegetables. We're here with uh, Bob Powers and Joe Mortimer. We're going to talk about Couples Retreat with um, uh, Vince Vaughn, Jason Bateman, Faze on Love, and John Favreau, among others. And it is, a summarize the plot, it is a movie about couples that go to retreat from the war. They retreat from the war. They go as far back from as they the can. War of love. Yes, and and, the battlefield. and they go to fix their the relationships. And then by the end of the movie, they are well. Technically, only the Jason Bateman and Chris and uh, our Chris and Bell couple go to fix their marriage. But subsequently, everyone else realizes. Which makes no sense. A lot of these families don't have problems, but they go anyway. To, then why watch a movie about people with problems? They don't have problems. Vince Vaughn is just bored with his wife, and the other. The other people are cheating and they're fine. Hey, it's hard. When you have kids, obviously, it's hard. It gets in the way. Kids get in the way. We get this. That's where this movie broke new ground, by, by making that point. Exactly. With, about kids. Family relationships are tough. Yeah. They are yeah. tough. Yeah. I'm glad. That, and each person is a caricature. Like, uh, Vince Vaughn is the crazy one, the Vince Vaughn character. Jason Bateman plays the Jason Bateman uptight guy. Mm-hmm. Faze on Love plays... The one black guy in the movie, as he does in a lot of uh, these movies. By the way, not a guy, not a, not a man in Hollywood who gets more out of less than, than Jason Bateman. <laughs> I mean, I mean, good for him. You know, yeah. the, guy, the guy did Arrested Development, and then it's just like, just get Jason Bateman. Yeah, he's yeah. great. But it's like, could you do more of what you did on Arrested Development? Seriously, or yeah. it's your move, one or the other. And then uh, John Favreau, what or is his Teen character? Wolf too. He's he's a big 
scumbag. John Fa- actually, uh, if I can talk about a particular scene, do we yeah. want to jump to that? Yeah, jump around. Well, I, the, the, the one scene that I thought was scarier than any horror movie I've ever seen was John Favreau threatening the audience to watch him masturbate. There's a scene where he, she, his wife's in the other room, uh, Kristen Davis, who's gorgeous and whatever, but why would he go in there and why would he want to even no. masturbate to her? That's horrible. And she's in a bathing suit. She walks in a bathing suit. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I should masturbate. And he gets a, a magazine. But they make a huge production out of it. He takes, I don't think I've, I, I think I've masturbated once or twice. Never made such a huge production yeah. out of this. He, he has to hunt down for tissues and for, uh, you know, he, he picks up a cream. He wonder, he wonders. <laughs> yeah, he examines we the don't bottle. know that that's what he's going to do with they it. They shoot it with, through the bottles that's, of cream. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what They're made it suspenseful <laughs> because the audience is like, I think I know what's about to happen. It's John highlights. Favreau. It's highlights magazine that he has, right? Doesn't he? <laughs> he has highlights. He's also a pedophile in this film. Yeah. But you know, he takes his shirt. And puts it over his Yes. I don't understand that. Because there is, again, the director is is building the tension. He's he saying, is building tension. We are about to show you John Favreau ejaculating onto his own well, they, they set it up like a gunfight. Like, you don't see gun, gunfighters just don't go out and shoot. They go, they get the gun. Uh-huh. They get, you know, or even the 18, when they go out to do a, a mission, they don't just get in the mission. They get the weapons. They get in the right. car, car. So he sets himself up. None of it is realistic. Right? You don't ever take, I don't know, it takes a shirt off. Like, why was he taking a shirt off the masturbate? Was he it's, worried it's, about just going insanely all over the place? It's following the, you know, the, the third rule of great drama. If John Favreau takes his shirt off in Act One, by Act Three, he has to be covered in his own ejaculate. It's funny that you say that because I wrote that down, I, and I, and, and that's a checkoff quote, is that if you see the gun in Act One, uh-huh. it will be used in Act Three. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, it, it, right. it, it, yes. They show the, the thing he's going to masturbate with, the magazines, the creams, the shirts up. He's ready to go. And then what happens? And then, oh, well, as, uh, as happens at every expensive resort, uh, a bellboy, a bellhop or whatever just barges into the room to deliver, to deliver. I mean, just uh, once in a movie, we should actually see him masturbate. We should see him masturbate to completion. We should see him clean it up. Right. We should see well, him finish. We should see him walk around with guilt and shame. You know that, uh, but we don't. We always get to see the bust. I would like to direct. I would like to direct you to to the DVD extras of Swingers, uh, and uh, you you might you will have uh, you'll get what you want. Or Happiness, uh, the Todd Solondz movie, where on the balcony. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's that's right out front. So the bellhop walks in. Of course, there's no doorbell. There's no nothing, and because it's a couple's retreat, so they probably wouldn't be having sex. No one. Yeah, Yeah, you'd you'd never be walking in on. yeah, it's nothing but couples renewing their marriages. So of course the bell, the bellhops just barge in with, uh, with also with uh, room service that they did not order. Yeah, that was re- we ran into. They didn't set that up. But only to spice it up that there's this small part of the island that is uh-huh. the couples retreat, and then then on the other side, you know, there's that's where this the, is the rabbit of the masturbation. The most sex. another unrealistic part of it: the guy busts, the bellhop comes in, interrupts the masturbating, and then he doesn't go back to it. No, I say I don't. I don't think that's enough, you know, for him just to. Well, because again, as with all bellhops who want to be tipped uh, <laughs> or whatever, uh, he looked at John Favreau with utter shame and revulsion at, at the fact that he merely had his shirt up, which is a sign to nobody. But nobody no. had ever, you know, not a universal symbol uh-huh. that he was going to. Uh, Matt, oh, your shirt's up. You around your head. Either you're playing basketball shirts versus skins, <laughs> or you're on the skin team, or you're going to masturbate. Right. Yeah, that was very bizarre. Right. And he wears those t-shirts a lot. And he obviously went. He goes up and down a weight, so he went a lot. 
about weight. And one of the, talk, one of the things you would want to see this movie is, because there's a lot of beautiful ones, say you wanted nudity, there isn't any nudity in this film, except for Favreau. Um, right. Oh, no, but also uh, Faison Love. And Faison on Love. Yeah. Yeah. That's, is, the, that's the scene that sold this movie. Talk, well, that's the scene you're probably most familiar with. Um, you think they just paraded in, into a, a development executive's office? They just paraded a naked Faison on Love. It's, they're like, this I got it. Bora Bora and naked Faison on Love. Need I say more? <laughs> well, Here's get, a check for we're $40 million. Make it. We want to shut this production down until you show us why we shouldn't. All right. All right I'm going to show you one minute of screen time, and you're going to give me the green light at the end of this. And then it was nothing but Faison Love getting naked. Could we try it with Faison Love without the shirt? And then they're like, oh, then we're sold. The film takes place in Bora Bora, some exotic thing. And it, you can't stop but think this is only an excuse for these people to go on vacation together. Right? They're all friends. It's directed by a... Uh, Messy Marvin, Peter Bingsley, who's best, who's a producing partner. Partner, you, you're looking at Messy Marvin. Why do you say Messy? What's that mean? He played Messy Marvin as yeah, a kid. Christmas Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? He and he was the director. He's a director. Wow. He's a producing partner with Favreau. They do stuff together, so he's no directing idea. it. And Vince Vaughn and all the friends. So it was like an excuse to go on vacation, and now we have to suffer through it. And by the way, these people are rich. They can afford that hey, vacation. They hey, don't Peter Billingsley, if this is what you're directing, I wish you had shot your eye out. Hey. I'm the first one to hit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit the, yeah. I hit the button. Yes. Never heard that, by the way. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Seriously, shoot your eye out. <laughs> if you didn't already in the first in the Christmas story, uh, you should do that now. You know, I was thinking about this because my girlfriend and I actually went to the theater to see this movie. That you're the audience. Yeah, I'm the demographic. I, and and I, 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 I took... That and I thought about it today. I was like, "Why would we go see this movie in the theater?" And I, I, I went to. Um, and are we just that bored and looking for something to do that we were like, eh, "Couples retreat, maybe." You I know, think the answer is yes. Yeah, right? I mean, it was just, you couldn't. Think we just of wanted a couple laughs out of out of out of Vince Vaughn. Maybe, maybe he he made that up. He's improvising. I can spot it. <laughs> I can spot. I can spot it. He's starting to talk fast. He yeah. talks fast and that he moves his hands. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Vince Vaughn, his character, he sell. Uh, it's kind of a weird job. He sells video games. They just say it like that. He sells yes. gar- um, Guitar Hero. Uh-huh. Does he sell it on the street? We don't know. Does he sell it on a blanket? Does he sell it in? Yeah. <laughs> he basically he owns a GameStop. But we're supposed <laughs> to believe that he sort of invented Guitar Hero. Right, think. because he sells it and we don't know how, again, is it a GameStop? Is it out of his car? Uh-huh. Like MC Hammer selling <laughs> records out of his trunk. He is really good at it. Uh-huh. And at one point there's a showdown which is supposed to be, again, like a gunfight with um, Guitar Hero which could not be more Peter, boring. That was Peter Serafinowitz? Is that who played uh, the, the, the bad the guy? Uptype, yeah, the, the Dean Wormer of uh, the couple's retreat? Of course. Um, I will find that out. Yes, there he is. There he is. And what else has he done? This guy? Uh, not while well, he was in that. Uh, I think he was in that series, Look Around You. The old. It's a comedy. I think it was a British comedy series that's gotten a lot of. Bob, you're going deep here. Yeah, I'm I going, mean, you going big. Well, he's, he's BBC sort of, twelve. Yeah, he's here. getting like heat right now. Like I think he's about to be in this new movie, The Best and the Brightest. Uh, so yeah, that's how I heard about him. But, so it, um, fantastic! And I, I went on IMDb already. I'm sorry. <laughs> but even that character. So they go to this place where they're paying shitloads of money to have their marriages uh, fixed, and of course, there's an uppity British guy who's in their face and won't let them have fun. Right. Like immediately, there's you know because there there's no conflict in the movie. They just go. And let's face it, the British are uppity. 
Well, mostly 97% uppity. So well, we need to stereotype. To be fair, we are all descendants of uppity British people. Yeah. Or at least this country is. So there's a chip. There's a chip. That's and right. then we made it happen. Yeah. Um, well, no, the conflict was they did not want to, they wanted to have fun, but angry, mean British Peter Serafinowicz wouldn't let them because he said that you all have horrible relationships and you have to fix them. Well, the, the big, another scene they show a lot is the so yoga I think scene. It, I think, I, yeah, I think it's yoga and spill blood near tiger sharks. Right. And then hilarity the, ensues. The two big scenes that they do, the, the actual scenes of them fixing their marriage, uh, there's one scene where they're feeding sharks right. in the middle of the ocean, which makes no sense. And they had to set up that Vince Vaughn is by, by himself with the sharks. So there's two women and two men. And as soon as the sharks come, the women swim to shore, right. swim to safety. And then... Two men are stuck, and then one swims to shore somehow, and then, <laughs> but, and then they let Vaughn in there. Do you know what my parents did to save their marriage? Go ahead. What? My dad went to Bourbon, and my mom went to Florida. <laughs> so that, yeah. And, and that they, worked. And How did that still, work out? They're still married. They are. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, drinking and ignoring issues is another way to That's fix it. It's the marriage. only way to do it. So yeah. you're Irish, too. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Irish Catholic. It's a totally different couple's retreat. Yeah. Actually, um, I, that would sound, bourbon in Florida would sound like half Irish, half Jewish. Phase on love. Uh, again, there's a scene where he's shirtless and then naked. And it's a scene they show in the trailer a hundred times because it's the only, like, joke in the whole thing. So, it's not a, yeah, it's not a joke. I, but it's... But, yeah, uh, sorry. I'm just saying, they, 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 of course, they had to strip him down. And again, the, the racist backstory of the only black guy in the movie, they have to show him naked. Right. And everyone's shocked. And alluding to, of course, it being huge. Or I, I didn't take it as racist, though. I took it as he was the heaviest guy. Yeah, he was oh, fat. The making, it was a fat Fattest. joke more yeah. than anything. But then, yeah, then it was like when they dropped his pants. It's like, are we spo- are they freaking out because it's the, the, the big black dick joke or just the big fat guy joke, you know? I yeah. think it's a little bit of both. That's how this movie plays on, you know, so many different levels. There's a lot of levels going on. Um, and then the line, is his junk out? Yes, now it's a party. That right. was the the thing that we, like brought, that made this. I made $34 million the first weekend. So people were just totally uh, fooled by the, the advertising. And then When did it come out? It, October? October. Okay. Perfect time for couples retreats, for people to get together and talk about uh, couples right. and retreating. I think it's really just people wanting to look at the weather at their retreat. Yeah. I mean, they, they made it because of Phase on Love, let's be honest. Not because <laughs> this the is the Phase on Love vehicle. Yeah, they're like, what can we do with Phase on Love to uh-huh. get things going with that movie? Who's a likable guy, by the way? He's, I'm oh, sure he's a great guy. I, I liked him in this movie, sure. He, I actually might have liked him the most of all of them. As a movie that's enjoyable, we're admitting that it's not a good movie, but would you watch it again and would you recommend it? Neither. No. Neither. Joe? Uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. I, I equate uh, Couples Retreat. In fact, I, didn't, I, I saw it in the theater, so I didn't rewatch it for this. I, uh, I equate this movie to um, Myrtle Beach, which is a place that I visited once, and uh, that's enough for me. I don't ever need to go back. <laughs> it was good enough. You, got, you didn't get too burnt, and uh, you got out pretty good. What about the plane test? If you saw it on a plane, would you walk out? <laughs> no. 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 Bob? Uh, would I walk at, walk off the plane? No. Yeah, no. Uh, no, I watched the Gridiron Gang on a plane. So, you're so my bar <laughs> is very low. Yeah. I think it was pretty much a fantasy island meets love boat uh, with bigger stars and sweep sweeps. You know, it's kind of like fantasy island sweep sweep. And, uh, right. And I would not recommend seeing it. You could see the uh, trailer and get all the, the good jokes. 
And real good, the end of the movie, which I know Bobby didn't make it to. No. Uh, so we'll ignore it for two seconds. It, everything just works out. They all stay together? There's a twist in phase on love. Ah. Oh, but marriage but, works out. But uh, uh, the British character, he... Like, I saw him, uh, I saw the scene where he commits suicide. There is that scene. Yes. Thankfully, they do a scene where he hangs himself, but he writes a long letter. It was, yeah, it, 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 I like felt like. Quills. I heard initially there was an autoerotic asphyxiation scene right. in the movie where it's, it's interrupted by a bellhop. <laughs> he's about to kill himself, and a bellhop uh, just walks right in and stops him. <laughs> his life. Because he's out of trash bags. <laughs> no, he he's finds the one wrapped around. Looking at him, just utter shame, utter, utter shame. revulsion. All right, and that was a Couples Retreat. Thank you to Joe Mortimer and Bob Powers, who's written four books, all of them very funny. Just Google BobPowersOnline.com or just type that four in. Four books, it's, it's remarkable. How many books have you written? Uh, exactly. Um, and zero. Yes. I've barely read four books. Anyway, uh, that, that is a Couples Retreat, and that's our, our show. Adam, that, that, we're, we're out of time for this interview.